It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This podcast contains graphic, explicit, and even sometimes a little bit vulgar discussions of sexuality. Hi, I'm Rich. And I'm Stoya. This is How to Do It. And here's today's letter. Dear How to Do It, my husband and I have been discussing ethical non-monogamy for months. We explored our boundaries through fantasy, reading books about it together, and it seemed like we were ready to advance to the next step. My husband envisioned this happening on a faster schedule than I did, but by last month, I felt ready. Well, we tried it. My husband went on a date with Kate, the girl he'd been dating before I met him. Over the course of a few weeks, it became a fixation. He wanted her bad. Our sex life died during this time. I had a boundary that I wasn't ready for our dating other people to advance to sex yet. So, they never did have sex in part because of this, and in part because she had reservations about dating a married guy. Through all that, I was sort of okay. But then, at dinner with some friends, he surprised me by inviting Kate along. That sent me into a tailspin. She was more beautiful, smart, and cool than I could have imagined. The worst part was that they seemed like the couple, not us. My self-esteem took a nosedive and I've been in a very dark place ever since. I haven't dated anyone myself. There just wasn't anyone I felt a mutual connection with. He also only wanted me to date women, which is an area I feel a bit more shy about because I haven't explored my queerness too much. So maybe we need to drop the whole open marriage thing. But where did we go wrong? And how can we rebuild desire between us? I've been pulling out all the stops to look hot but he doesn't notice because it's familiar. I feel like our romantic life is still so strong, but our sex life and my self-esteem are so damaged. Help. Signed, tried, and failed. So there's a few places where I think they went precisely wrong. Shall we start from the top? Sure. (laughs) (laughs) So my husband envisioned... This happening on a faster schedule than I did already. Yeah. I'm like, orange flag. Yes. Faster schedule. They should be keeping pace. I mean, it's really important in the early days, especially as you're considering this, to be on the exact same page if you want to stay in this relationship, if it's not some kind of exit strategy. So, yes, I agree. Surprising her with the date at dinner Amongst friends. You want to, before that? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. The girl he'd been dating oh, before yes, I yes. met okay, him. Okay, right. Yes. <laughs> so that, I agree. That's a lot of baggage, I guess, to bring into this situation. I like that's who you choose to try ethical non-monogamy with. So it makes me wonder, was this always the plan? Yeah. Is this some kind of scheme? Is this an exit strategy then? Well, or... Is it not so much an exit strategy as a very specific 
desire for non-monogamy, right? Like not a desire for non-monogamy in an open way, but a desire to specifically add Kate, the former partner. Right. Because of some kind of unfinished business, whatever. Yeah. In which case the husband should have been upfront about that. But obviously hearing that somebody is much more likely to say, "Mm, I'm not comfortable with that. I don't like this whole thing. We're not doing ethical non-monogamy. Yeah. So the suspicion of the husband's machination and his own sort of selfish interest intensifies. Yes. So they never did have sex. I don't know if I believe that. I don't know if I believe that, but also I don't care because compared to all the other things, (laughs) right? right? Like you have like these like huge flags festooning whole sides of buildings. Then there's this little toothpick and a cheeseburger. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So then they have dinner with friends. Like my question is, are the friends aware of the ethical non-monogamy? What do they know of the situation? Also, I mean, I wouldn't appreciate it if my boyfriend brought a platonic friend to dinner without telling me. You know what I mean? Like, it just why wouldn't you tell me that? Like, yeah. that would just seem weird to me. And I'm not going to say, bring whoever to dinner, but like, what's the surprise for? Unless you're doing something you're not supposed to. Like, even Steve, my utterly platonic roommate. Yeah. We tell each other. Hey, I invited so-and-so over, like, even, like, I'm going to see so-and-so. Oh, tell them I said hi. Like, we're, like, constantly communicating about our lives. Of course. And that includes social goings-on in a way that I think is pretty reasonable to expect from any significantly entwined relationship. And, And if I'm reading this cynically or just not giving him the benefit of the doubt, it seems like you would do something like that. You wouldn't tell somebody in advance so that when you do bring your girlfriend to dinner, your wife is in no position to get mad about it Mm -hmm. unless she wants to make a scene and then you make her the asshole. Right. Yeah. And I don't like that. I don't like that at all. That's one of the big ones festooning the side of the building. It's like (laughs) a billboard. It's a red billboard. This podcast is sponsored by Cloud Optimizer. As a business owner or IT manager, are your cloud investment costs going up and you don't know why? It's time for Cloud Optimizer. As you migrate your business to the cloud, what you're spending and why you're spending it can get a little hazy. But Cloud Optimizer clears up the mystery and puts the cloud to work for you. Cloud Optimizer starts by analyzing usage patterns, right-sizing resources, leveraging discounts you may not be aware of, implementing automation, and much more. And by reducing unnecessary expenses and maximizing performance, Cloud Optimizer guarantees you a savings of five times what you spend for their service. As you utilize cloud-based services more and more, you don't have to lose sight or control of your spend. You can stay agile, streamline your costs, and optimize your performance, plus save significant money with Cloud Optimizer. Make the cloud work for you with Cloud Optimizer. Get a free assessment and find out how much you can save by going to cloudoptimizer.com. Go to cloudoptimizer.com for your free assessment. That's cloudoptimizer.com. I also don't like, he also only wanted me to date women when he's dating women. Yeah. A, did she have any any vision of what would be comfortable for her with his partners? And again, I think that we could both agree that like that stance isn't probably ideal in terms of like, you know, discriminating and like saying like, well, you can do this and what, you know, whatever. But if one person's going to make that claim, then... Once it's introduced, it should have some equity. Exactly. 
Now, maybe she said, well, I don't care. Like, you want me to only date women? Okay, I don't care who you date. I just don't have it in me to make that distinction. Yes. However, the phrasing here. Yeah. He only wanted me to date women. Which is an area where I I feel feel a a bit bit more more shy. shy. So I feel like if there had been some Mm -hmm. further discussion that would have been relayed because Mm -hmm. the writer is pretty thorough. Yeah. And so this is just their framework of non-monogamy. This isn't even sort of like interfacing with the issues that come up even when this is pulled off properly, which are that it's really hard to compete with new relationship energy. Yeah. And there's a chance that even if there weren't these red flags and he did everything according to us right, that still... The sex life with the wife would have dropped off because this new relationship is consuming him so much. This is the thing that poly people talk about all the time. NRE, new relationship energy, and it's really hard to compete with it. The best advice I've ever seen is you got to ride it out. So it's hard to compete with NRE. And if we believe that they didn't have sex, not only is our writer competing with NRE, they're competing with new relationship imagined Mm -hmm. energy. And what we imagine is always so much more perfect Mm -hmm. than the reality is. And you can't compete with someone's imagination. No. Yeah. Their imagination is very personal to them. I mean, this is what so much of online dating disappointment comes down to. We were chatting and you seemed great. Well, why'd you seem great? Because I'm filling all the spaces in with my head. I'm I'm making you ideal based on my ideals. Yeah, we're text you know? chatting and the voice in my head has all this expression and intonation and data that you didn't put there. Exactly. Yeah. And then and then, you know, you meet the person and it's such a disappointment. Well, you know, it's it's not your fault per se, but you did it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you created this impossible standard. So yes, there's all of that, even in the best case scenario. To me, I just, maybe we should drop the whole open marriage thing. Yeah, I mean, you're not doing it well. Like, maybe you should, at least for now, or like, you know, reconvene and really work out these issues that we're talking about. Yes, and are they really sure that they want to put more work into this marriage? Right. Will the husband also put work in? Will they also concede, right? Like at the very least, they need to be prepared for any feedback given to the husband to result in divorce. Yeah, Yeah. definitely. The letter comes to us at where this relationship is at a really delicate juncture and it's going to be touch and go from here. It's, It's really, I think that you're right. It's a matter of like what you want to invest in this, how much time. Because there is work that needs to be done. I don't think counseling would be, you know, counseling with a sex positive therapist who knows about poly sort of issues might be useful. Work needs to be done. I mean, rebuild is a word that she used. How can we rebuild desire between us? I think how can you rebuild trust in the relationship is the more pertinent issue even. Yeah. It's the trust that will allow more intimate desire. Yeah. Okay, that's it for now. If you're in need of sex advice from Rich and me, you can write to howtodoit at slate.com slash howtodoit. Or you can leave us a voicemail at 347-640-4025 and we may use it on the show. Remember, this is anonymous and nothing is too small or embarrassing. We'll talk to you again next time.